Welcome to Playground Rules with Herb and Rick. Hey, buddy. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Good. You're in kind of a silly mood today, aren't you? I'm a little bit of a. I'm a. I think I caught a catch of the sillies today. A little, little, a little goofball. Cool. Well, hopefully, it's uh, it's something that we can all enjoy. It'd be really funny if now for the whole rest of the podcast, I was just like very, very serious. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, it's the kind this, of humor I bring. This mirth. <laughs> how's your uh, How's your week going? Uh, it's going okay. Um, trying to think of what's been really been going on. I'm taking care of a an, an injured fiance. She hurt her neck, so she's been kind of dealing with that. But um, it's Hanukkah. How did she hurt her neck? Yeah, we don't know. You know, it's one of those things. You wake up one day, and, you know, maybe you slept wrong or something like that. Yeah, we're not getting any younger, are we? No, maybe maybe you are. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> got the Benjamin Button disease. It is, it is Hanukkah right now, which is always you know pretty. It's fun. Um, Happy Hanukkah! Thank you, sir. Uh, other than that, just you know, dealing with with life and and basketball, and uh, I'll I'll throw this in here. This, uh, the last week I talked at length, much to Herb's dismay, about the current situation in my hometown. I wouldn't say dismay, Seattle. just my boredom. <laughs> well, the current situation in my hometown of Seattle, where uh, the the city council had uh, had approved a deal to build a new arena. Well, not a day later, I think literally it was the next day, the uh, the NHL announced that they were accepting an expansion application from uh, from the city of Seattle. the The ownership group of uh, some guy you've never heard of, and Jerry Bruckheimer, famed um, Hollywood producer. And it looks like uh, it looks like we're getting a hockey team. So, uh, you know, it's not a basketball team. I think that's still five to ten years away, which sucks. But uh, but I, I will say this: having an arena means that should a arena be needed for a unfortunate situation in another city, I would hate to have it resolved that way. But we will be there if need be. Uh, so, well, that is just tremendously exciting for thank you, you and your people. I yeah. hope uh, yeah. I hope it happens sooner than later. You know. Me too. Nothing would be more fun than for Herb and I to have actual like sports hate on this show of like Sonics versus Celtics. And and we have experienced it. Our our football teams faced off in a Super Bowl and it, it was uh It was fun. We very talk. heated. Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but our friendship survived. That's the important it did. part. For a while though, I was genuinely mad at you for no reason. <laughs> the same back at you, buddy. <laughs> and we won. <laughs> I know that's the craziest thing. <laughs> anyway, uh no, damn! I swear to swore again. Okay, it's only one. We're gonna to cut it out. Only one. Language. I yeah, will watch let's, my let's, language. Let's try to keep this clean. This is for the kids out there. I saw. Uh, I saw the new Star Wars yesterday. Yeah, I was gonna ask you. Uh, I've. I have to tell you, I've seen very mixed things from people I. I know uh, some people loving it. Some people really not loving it. You know, so you, you saw The Force Awakens, right? I, I saw it once in, in theaters. Did you enjoy it? I thought it was good, not great. I thought it was a little derivative, obviously, a little long. Uh, I thought the some of part, some parts were really good, and I didn't. I'm not a, I'm, I like Star Wars. I'm not a Star Wars guy. So I, sure. I saw it. I, I thought it was perfectly enjoyable. I did not walk out of the theater going, oh, my gosh, you know. Uh, and it definitely, you know, I'm getting a little tired of the 
the big studio uh, formula. But yeah, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, you're kind of like an art cinema dude. You like classics. You like, uh, uh, you know, high high concept, high uh, cerebral <laughs> films. I like I like cheesy garbage films too, but I just like them when they're a little more risky than that one was. I feel like some of sure. this stuff has become so focus grouped. That it's it's just not it's not really that fun anymore. But it was it was a fine film. Why do you ask? I I, I definitely uh, I definitely agree with you uh, to an extent. Um, I think the biggest criticism you can make against the Force Awakens is that it is just extremely derivative of the films that preceded it. Yes. Um, and I think the the biggest strength of this new one, without you know, obviously, I'm not going to say anything about the story specifically, but it does appreciate that. kind of cut its own path. It it really feels like uh, both in terms of narrative and even in just like the way uh, the film is made, it's it's more of an evolution of of Star mm. Wars and the kind of Star Wars storytelling than um, okay, just kind of reheated leftovers. Well, that's exciting. Um, that yeah. does fill me with some amount of interest. So I'm not I'm not surprised that the response has been divisive because I think you know when you when it's 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 definitely a more uh, risk risky move you know it's not they're not playing it safe and just painting uh, painting within the lines they're they're trying to do their own thing and and they make some really uh, kind of bold choices and for me it uh, it mostly worked for the most part well it the helped that who... I. Go ahead. I saw it with a mutual friend of ours who's uh, uh, the biggest Star Wars fan that I know. Oh, I can and, see uh, that. I can yeah, definitely he was, see that. He was very entertained. I hope the people who don't like it get on board because the choo-choo noise of a Ryan Johnson trilogy of films is sounding loud and clear. So if you if you don't enjoy this, you're probably not going to enjoy the next three films after the next film. So True. Yeah. True, uh, true, true, that's true, the other thing, too, is they're going to make these films forever. I don't know. I just, yeah. I, I, I just feel like... What was the last new IP that came out with any sort of fanfare? I mean, you know, where, where is the new Raiders of the Lost Ark? Where's the new Jaws? Where's the new Star Wars? I mean, you know, those are all obviously iconic, but it just feels like we have, you know, Disney just bought Fox, and it's uh, we just have more and more mm-hmm. conglomeration, and it means that we're getting more reboots, more remakes, more uh, uh, sequels, and I, I and that's fine. That's all good. But I just want, is there something new coming? Is there anything new coming anywhere? That would be nice, too. It would just be nice to have a balance. Yeah, you know, you, you make a great point. And uh, oh, thanks, I, I wish I had known that we were talking, that that, that topic might come up, because I, uh, I wish I could do a little research. Because I know there are definitely a couple examples, but you're right, you know. Well, if I listeners mean, out there know of anything, let us know. And Herb, if you want to rehash this uh, in a future episode after you do that research, we can do that, too. Great, I'd love to because I love talking Wouldn't about movies. Bar. Yeah, we love movies. We this is this show is 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 about basketball, and that's true. But it's also just me and Herb talk about stuff hour. <laughs> so uh, and we do talk about movies a lot. It's one of the many things. Just wait till we get to music one of these episodes. But it's it's one of the uh, you know Herb and I have a lot of cultural things in interest in common and that's that's we're cultured we're, guys that's why we're friends. Well, I don't we know if I'd go that far, but that's why we're friends. So you want to jump <laughs> I, into uh, some of these? Oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I just felt like Star Wars just kind of transcends, uh, you know, just movies. It's such a, a, a cultural milestone. It's always kind of worth uh, checking in. Should I watch, uh, what's that one called? Rogue One? Um, I know a lot of people really liked it a lot. I, I thought it was really boring. Um, mm. the, uh, the action is great. It looks really amazing. Um, but uh, I just 
could not engage with any of the characters. And, and by the end of the movie, um, when the stakes are high and whatnot, I was just, I was just bored to death. I just could not care less what happened to anybody. Well, and we know what happens in some level, right? I mean, the whole thing yeah. is, is, I mean, it's a year old, the... but I still feel like we shouldn't, uh, explicitly. Speak oh no, I don't mean it like that. that. I mean, I mean, cause I haven't seen it. I just mean that if you're Based making on what a movie, they say in a new hope, yeah, if, if you're making yeah. a movie that tells the story of something that we already know the outcome of, uh, yeah. you know, it has to be. That's kind of the problem with the Star Wars prequels in a lot of ways. It's like, we know how it's all going to end. Uh, yep, that's so the, the only problem with the Star Wars prequels. <laughs> <laughs> but the journey needs to be worth the trip, right, if you know the destination. Uh, can, you, can you think okay. of an example of any sort of prequel that you enjoyed? Oh, because I, I totally agree with you. It seems so pointless. Like who who cares? Is there? Can we get a list? Can I? I'm going to try to very quickly get a list of prequels up here because now I'm quite curious. I don't know if I know a lot. There, I mean, have there been a lot of prequels? Oh, you know what? Actually, uh, in some sense, the last three Planet of the Apes movies are prequels, and I love them. Interesting. That's a uh, yeah. If you're if you're willing to uh... yeah, there's not a ton, but there are some. Yeah, yeah. That, those those Planet of the Apes movies. I've only seen the first one, but I thought it was really, really. Oh cool. man, you need to watch the other four. They are excellent. Uh, people love the Godfather Part Two. That's a prequel. Uh, in of a sense, right? Well, Again, part of it is a prequel. Parts of and a that prequel. is a great movie. Yeah. Uh, no one really likes Temple of Doom, although I think it's underrated. Oh, I love uh, Red Dragon. Which is also a uh, a prequel really? of sorts. I do. The I love film that film Red Dragon. I do. Where the guy eats the paintings. I love that movie. I think it's better than Silence of the Lambs. Don't. Uh... You are insane. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Don't. gosh. Yeah, I'm not. But you, we've discussed this. I'm not a fan of Silence of the Lambs, but I am going to give it another uh, try. Um, looking I'm at this looking list at and, this list, and ooh. I have to tell you, there's um, not I a lot of good if ones. You look at those X, some of those X Men movies. People as enjoy them. Yeah, those are pretty good. Hobbit was awful. Monsters University. I love that movie. That's I need, you know, I've never prequel. seen either of those movies, so I need to, I need to get on that. I am a loser. Monsters University is a, a genuinely, if you, if you like Pixar stuff, it's, a, it's a, it's very well done. Um, uh, you know that I do. Uh, oof, man, this list goes down quick. Yeah, so not a lot of great prequels. I think we can uh, definitively state that. Uh, not, not so good. There are, of course, many book prequels and. Uh, I don't know if I've read any of these, so I can't really comment on that. But yeah, uh, prequels, it's hard. You know, it's really, really hard. It is. Ooh, Star Trek Enterprise. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. I, I can't stand that show, and I love Star Trek. Yeah. Ooh, that is. I heard Kong Skull rough. Island was pretty good. All right. Okay. Enough movie yeah. talk. Should we jump into the basketball stuff? Now that, yeah. what are we, what are we, like 10, 20 minutes into we're, this thing? We're about Tonight? 10 minutes in, yeah. That's not so bad. All right. Um,. The first thing that we should talk about, uh, which we started talking about before we recorded, is uh, through um, NBA, uh, was it 2K? Yeah, 2K18 um, accidentally released uh, the City Edition alternate jerseys uh, that are coming out uh, in the NBA. And uh, they made some bold choices. Some of them look great and some of them look terrible. We should go jersey by jersey on this. We'll have the link in the show notes. So if you want to follow along, click now on the uh on Go the ahead. Link. We'll wait. Well, because <laughs> we're just going to talk about them. Let's just, should we just go from top to bottom, left to right? Let's do it. All right. So the first one is the Golden State Warriors, and that is 
hideous. It is pretty gross. Although, um, that's, uh, that's like the headline image arc. If you really want to do this correctly. Oh, so we'll start. Bit. Okay. We, so you want to start with the land with the Cleveland one. You want to start with the land. So I'm not yeah. a big fan of putting uh rip city or the land or nap town or whatever really? on jerseys. Like I'm not a huge fan of that, but that one's fine. It's, it's uninspired, but it's fine. It's, it's kind of, yeah, it's right in the middle. Um, yeah. the color scheme is interesting, but ultimately it's, it's pretty bland. Forgettable. Really? And I'd the, say the same thing about the Chicago one. Yeah, it's I, the old school Chicago it. Stadium era jersey. It's fine. I like this Milwaukee Bucks one a lot. It is gorgeous. It is so it great. Is, yeah, it looks fantastic. There's no text. There's just the number and then the Buck and logo. That awesome Buck logo, yeah. Great, Ooh. great kind of eggshell uh, white base for the uh, jersey. The stripes. Really, oh, really man. great colories, yeah. It's just an excellent one. Philly, again, kind of whatevs. It looks like someone accidentally watched a normal Philadelphia 76ers jersey with, like, a, a red <laughs> shirt. Yeah, it's got that. It does. It has that, like, uh, it's been in the wash with a with a red shirt look. It really does. Yeah. Amazing. Atlanta, hideous. Disgusting. Absolutely I don't know what disgusting. Stinks. Well, what they're thinking is that they're playing inside Tron. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> and that is... That is absolutely awful in keeping with their awful, awful season. Memphis, Memphis is I like. Bland. It's I know it's bland, but I like it, and I'll tell you why. I really like the uh, simplicity of the color scheme, and I really, really like the font on the numbers. Hmm. Oh yeah, but, that is pretty nice. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's simple, but I think it it works. It's simple, but it works in my opinion. Clippers. Uh, it doesn't enti- look like an alternate. It looks like their jerseys. It looks better than their jerseys. I I don't. The Clippers rebrand has not been a success to me. Next to that, however, gorgeous, this Boston. I love it. Um, I So they have like... It's like the parquet, gray, right? Yeah, the gray with the parquet pattern on it. Um, I wouldn't say that I love it, but I think it's above average. It would be sense. better if it was the right color. Now, right? what about That's not this, actually uh, yeah, the color of the What about this um, uh, Kings? Okay, jersey? let me tell you something. You both, we, we all know on this show that I am not a fan of the Sacramento Kings. This is phenomenal. I love it. It's it so might be the good. Best one. It might be. I was looking through. I have a couple other contenders for best, and we should get to that when we're done. We can come back. But it is so good. I wish that was their only logo. It is so 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 good. If that uh, was my team, I would I would buy. One this of is those the one I would rock. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I can't. I wish it didn't have the number on it, but mm-hmm. but whatever. But it's amazing. it looks great. It, it looks, looks great. Maybe you can get one without the number. You usually can. It's such a beautiful design. It just looks like it's existed forever. It does. It looks like it's a classic logo that they're bringing back. I don't think it is. It is excellent. And, you know, it's really hard to do the basketball as part of a logo thing, but they pull it off so well here as the, yeah. as the main and the Fantastic. first. Fantastic. Fantastic. Really High yeah. marks for the uh, We approve. We do. Uh, I do not Hornets. like this Hornets one. Yeah. It's another kind of in the generic camp for me. So boring. Yeah. So boring. Nola, eh. I think it's fine. Mm, it's trying. But next, next to it, we got the Jazz. And I love I think this the Jazz, jazz one. one's fantastic. I love this Jazz one. This is another contender for best for me. Great, great color scheme. I, I think, mean, uh, what a great two one. jerseys from now, is, I'm going to be interested to see what you say. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Dallas is awful. Yeah, Dallas looks bad. Bad colors. Bad it looks like It looks like something that someone who has no design experience would submit to a competition thinking they were going to win. Yeah, that's, a, that's cruel but accurate. It's so bad. Okay. So, is this the Miami Heat? No, it's the Orlando, it's the Orlando Magic. Magic. See, that's a problem. So that wasn't sure. Okay. I 
feel you like that's so clearly the Orlando. Oh, it's badge. Disney Disney badge. Does Disney is Disney there? I didn't even know that Disney yeah, was there. It's was their, their corporate sponsor. sponsor yeah. Uh, as well as the team owner, I believe. So, so whoever made that loves Oliver Prince, right? Like they're just in love with Oliver Prince. I don't know who Oliver Prince no, is. No, Oliver Prince, it means that it's those shirts where the design is the entire shirt. Oh. <laughs> Who's <laughs> Oliver Prince? <laughs> oh, you thought I said Oliver Prince. Yeah. No, all over Prince. This is the problem of, of, of uh, you know, diction. All over Prince. I think it's... Um, you like it, huh? I think it's disgusting no, okay all right it. it's awful <laughs> it's but, it, but it, i will say it's awful in an interesting way as opposed to awful in an yeah, uninteresting i kind of can't wait to see the team wear it yeah i want to watch that so game garish a lot of these ones that we don't like it's just like yeah it, it's so generic who cares i would this be embarrassed like, holy right. moly right them all right next up lakers uh it's fine it's not bad yeah. i like it it's not great it's good it's very lakersy it's definitely in the camp of it just looks too much like their normal uniform yeah but it's fine Okay, what Knicks. About this Knicks one? Going with a, testim- a, te- a tribute to the fire department. Yeah. Um, I like the message. I don't love the logo, but I mean, it's the classic fire department logo. I don't love the jersey, but it, I like what they're doing. So let's I see. think it looks great. All right. Well, Herb and I will, will have a disagreement, disagreeance on that one. Uh, Detroit is what? What is that? That's so boring. That could not be more boring. Yeah, it's, it's definitely super bland. I really super, super bland. I really like this Pacers one though. It's got the Indianapolis 500 vibe. It's got the bold stripe. I like it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I yeah, I like the the asymmetry of it. The Nuggets, Nuggets one feels like a missed opportunity to me. I don't know. I think it's pretty good. It's good. It's a good logo. It's their logo. It's a good one. But given the history they have of ridiculous color schemes, they could have done something a lot more interesting. That's fair, yeah. Uh, the best Nuggets jersey are those like '90s one with the rainbow exactly. skyline. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Brooklyn Nets. It's kind of a cool idea, right? I think it's supposed to be the bridge, right? The mesh of the bridge. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. But it's kind of un- uninteresting. I don't like the Brooklyn Nets part, although I guess it's supposed to be a bridge. Probably. Uh, yeah. Don't I don't love it. love it either. I think it's. Um, it looks like an optical illusion. Uh, the the lines are very disorienting. Hmm. OKC looks like someone imported some Microsoft clip art from, like, 1995. Man, really with throwing so much design shade. <laughs> Do you like that one? I mean, it's fine. looks like something you I might wear at okay. a marathon, like that you they know, give you for free at a marathon. Maybe the OKC City Marathon might give you they, that. They went for it. I respect that. Did um, they? What about this Thunder one? Uh, that's that. We are talking about the Thunder one. You talking about the Suns oh. one? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about still talking about the uh, No, I was talking about the Thunder one. Yeah, the Thunder one is fine. I don't yeah. know. Uh, the Suns, pretty bland. Yeah, I really want the Suns to stop using this. Um, what are they called when the tattoo is upside down and right side up? I think that's such a tacky, tacky thing. Yeah, where it looks the same way. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, so dumb. And uh, yeah, it, uninspired, boring. If purple's your favorite color, you might like this jersey. Holy it's hell, this Spurs one is bad. Yeah, it's in the Magic Camp. It's in Oliver Prince. <laughs> It's an Oliver Prince, but military style camo. Because I, you know, my my concern here is that they're not going to be able to pass to each other because they won't be able to see each other on the court. <laughs> it's going to so be like, lame. where did my where did my <laughs> coat go? It's so lame. <laughs> it's as lame as this jersey is. It feels uh, like something that Tim Duncan would wear when he's playing paintball. Yeah, exactly. It feels like someone went to play paintball and was a huge Spurs fan and just stuck their stupid, horrible Spurs logo, which I, I just hate that logo anyway, on their paintball outfit. 
Uh, Rockets looks exactly like it's cool, but it looks like their regular jerseys. I like it. They're they're, they're going with uh, uh, foreign characters. Yeah, I'm assuming it's Chinese. It's probably Chinese, um, but I don't want to assume because I don't read or write or speak Chinese. Uh, I, but I think can it looks really good. Read a little Chinese because I can read a little Japanese, but I cannot read either of these things. Uh, yeah, it looks fine. It just looks like they're regular, but the color scheme and the whatever else, the it looks like when they do those Heritage Night jerseys, but it doesn't look like a, it doesn't really fit into this thing necessarily. But it's fine. It doesn't look as cheesy as a lot of those Heritage ones do. Some of those look really, me. really bad. Yeah, I like, uh, I like it. I think it's good. The District of Columbia, man, they really. Really do not like the name Wizards, do they? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm of two minds about this. Well, none of these ones really. I guess a few of them have the team. No, but I mean, they don't have Wizards on any on anything anymore, right? It just says DC. I mean, their logo is DC with the basketball hand and everything. I think they true, really yeah. want to change their name back to Bullets, but it's kind of a hard sell. They obviously cannot call themselves uh, the Washington Bullets. They but, totally uh, can. I, they absolutely can. That is not offensive. It's it's just. Uh, you don't think it's offensive? Well, who is it offending? I get the Victims I get the problem with violence. it. <laughs> I get the problem. <laughs> I okay, maybe I we're using the a... word offensive in different ways, but okay, they are not going to be the bullets, but they're not going to be the, but they're not going to be the wizards. Is a terrible, terrible name. Wizards is awful, and they've moved away from it. I think they're just trying to be in the middle and nowhere's land, so they can maybe they'll just rename themselves the district. I don't know. I like yeah, that's not a bad. The Washington District. Yeah. Is... I like I like the fact that it actually has the full the District of Columbia on it, um, and it doesn't look as crowded as I would have expected using that name. I think it's fine. Fair point, by the way, on the gun violence victims. It was not my intention to disparage victims of gun violence or the family and friends of victims of gun violence. I oh, just, I don't think anyone. I, just, I don't think uh, anyone thought that. Okay. Ark is uh, a very sensitive, progressive person. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you know, I, I'm taking what you said to heart. Uh, the Bay one, like I said, is awful. Uh, the it's concept disgusting. is really good, but the colors just do not work. Yeah, it is really, really gaudy. And yeah. the uh, the image in the circle in the center of it, it's just it's just too much. It's too much. It could be really great. I like what they were trying, but it just didn't uh, did not come together. Imagine if it had just been like that, the Bay with the circle, and then it was just a circle with a number in it. Something simple like that, I think, would have looked yeah. really good. Yeah, or even just the what I assume is a dragon. Yeah, it looks like some sort of uh, without the bridge, without the need, and without the circle. There's a lot of ways this could have gone. Yeah. Uh, Rip City, as I said, not a fan of putting Rip City on jerseys, uh, but also the Trailblazers have possibly my favorite logo in all of sports and mm-hmm. incredible design aesthetic for their normal stuff. And this one is okay, but it's not really great. I like it. I think it looks really good. I like right. the kind of plaid plaid pattern. In the Disagreeance background. number two. And uh, the Wolves one is the definition of pointless and boring. And yeah, I say that so as boring. a former Fitbit employee seeing a patch <laughs> on the upper right corner. Yeah, I didn't realize that was their sponsor. It is. and it, uh, Is there any Minnesota Fitbit connection? Uh, I don't think so. Um, I just think that, uh, to be honest with you, I just think they were cheap. <laughs> uh, I, um, my favorite corporate sponsor um, in the NBA is uh, Harley Davidson sponsoring the Bucks. I think that's her. It yeah, makes Bucks. so much sense. Yeah, I love it. I don't know why they're not on the right shoulder. Yeah, they they don't all have corporate sponsors on them, and I, I believe every team has a sponsor now, right? I think so. So let's say, what are our favorites? For me, it's either the Kings or the Jazz, and I'm gonna say, ooh, Jazz. 
It's a tough call. They're both fantastic. They're both absolutely fantastic. And were I a fan of either Bucks, of those teams, Bucks is up there too. Well, Bucks is great. Bucks is absolutely up there. Yeah, that's definitely three, the top three. That's those three, three in some sure. in some yeah. order. And if I was a fan of any of those cities or teams, uh, well, actually, I'm a fan of the city of Milwaukee. But if I was a fan <laughs> of any of those teams, I would. Uh, and actually, I like Sacramento too. But anyway, I would get. I love Jersey. Salt Lake City. Uh, I have. I need to go to Salt Lake City again. You and I are going to go to do listeners. We're going to try to do a special. Wait, should we tease this or not? I mean, it's so far away. So why not, right? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. We're gonna try. We're gonna try. We're teasing it, but it might not happen. We're gonna try to go to summer league together uh, in July in Utah. Uh, I went. I went last year. I had a blast. Do a live podcast there. We'll do it together in the same room. Mix a little business and pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, if we do go, I think we should get separate hotel rooms because you look like you're a snorer. I actually do fast. not snore, but I still like the idea of separate hotel rooms. Cool, great. <laughs> but I, I, I officially do not snore because I had to do a sleep apnea test. So. Really? Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's uh, let's go. Let's let's move on here. Okay. Um, what about this? This is a little morbid, but a uh, uh, former uh, NBA player. Is it oh, Gatling Chris Gatling. Or? Yeah. Yeah. Man, two and a half is, years in prison for fraud. It is really nice to know that uh, the NBA does a much, much better job um, now of uh, preparing players for the kind of wealth that they're coming into. Mm-hmm. Because, um, as far as I understand it, the and obviously you have to wait a little bit, but the the amount of players from the uh, '90s and and early, even early 2000s, who are dead broke and and get involved in some pretty awful situations is mm-hmm. shockingly high and really really uh depressing but uh from my understanding this this current generation of players and those recently retired are part of a new generation where the NBA really um took efforts to not just hand these uh people with with no reason to have any money management skills huge amounts of money without giving them any uh help in that arena by uh, doing a lot of work to educate the players on, um, you know, how to manage their money and, and helping them do so. And I think that that is a, uh, given that a lot of these people uh, uh, did not go to college or went to college for a short amount of time or come from um, pretty disadvantaged backgrounds or are just young people who are given a ton of money and really have no oversight or responsibility. uh, I know that if I had been put in that situation, uh, as a young person and given that kind of money, oh man, the dumbass things I would have done. So I'd probably be, I'd probably be dead right now. And yeah, that you, money would certainly be gone. You probably, if I was, yeah. if I'd gotten that amount of money when I was twenty-one, you know, yeah. you just don't, you don't know, you know. I didn't even get a credit card till I was thirty because I was knew that I would do stupid, stupid things. So, yeah. um, so the, yeah. the, it's kind of interesting. What he was doing was he had a, a network of online businesses that were charging people's credit cards without their knowledge. Um, yeah, it's, not for uh, not for that much money, by the way. Yeah, one hundred and fifty-five. I mean, it's all relative. <laughs> but I, he I'm was targeting senior citizens, that. which was really oh, I know, but at, for for an NBA player, sure, sure. Yeah, it's uh, weird. He played eleven seasons in the NBA, played a couple years overseas, and and uh, yeah, this is uh, he's only what uh, always fifty. Yeah, he retired in like two thousand one or something, right? It's crazy to me. I it's crazy to me that someone who played in 2002 is now 50 but 2002 is uh 15 years a ago long time ago <laughs> uh, so, yeah. uh yeah it's pretty he sad. was an all-star hopefully, in 97 uh, you know, hopefully he uh uh serves his time uh and uh, uh comes you know 
he's learned his lesson and it's only two and a half years. It's a bummer. It is. The man played basketball, which is a great gift to all of us because we love basketball. We do. We do. Should we, should we go to a happier story after this? Yeah. Kyrie Irving's Kyrie (laughs) got debuted. (laughs) Um, uh, oh Kyrie! Oh Kyrie! So this is his flat Earth shoe, right? Well, it's not. What do you mean flat Earth shoe? What I mean is that he, uh, he think okay on the lip on the tongue of his shoe is the all seeing eye, right? Which is sort mm-hmm. of an Illuminati thing that has to do with in this case. He says it's to challenge everyone to seek their own answers beyond the ones that are given us to, to us by books, media, internet, etc. And on the one hand, I think that that is a nice sentiment. But if what that means is that facts don't matter and you make them up all you want on your own, which I think Kyrie is somewhat famous for doing, uh, it becomes a a, in, a a motivational tactic towards, as one of the comments on here says, junk science and conspiracy theories. And I, I think that uh, as a guy like Kyrie is a flat earther, um, it's just an Kyrie, interesting message coming from. <clears throat> Kyrie is not actually a flat earther. What? How? What do you mean? Of course he is. He, he's not. Did you listen to that that interview or any of the subsequent interviews when he was actually like willing to talk about it? I read transcripts, but I didn't listen. He was, he was on the Richard Jefferson Channing Fry Road Trippin' Podcast. That's and, a good podcast. Uh, yeah, it's great. I highly recommend uh, listening to that. Um, a lot of inside baseball. It's really, really, really fun to listen to that podcast. Anyway, uh, he he was trying to make that broader point about, uh, uh, you know, not always accepting uh, the, the commonly believed truths um, and, and, you know, being more sort of discriminating and trying to draw your own conclusions. And, and they jokingly say something about the flat earth or do you think the earth is flat? And he's like, it's not even a question. The earth is flat and they're all laughing. And it's one quote in a very, very long conversation that everyone ran with. And he just doesn't seem to want to, to clear that up because it's kind of his point, you know, it's like draw your own conclusions. And, and that's what he says when people confront him about it. He's like, did you listen to the interview? That's all that people are taking away from it. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I really, really don't think that he believes the earth is flat. I think it's just him trolling people because he finds it really amusing that that was all it took for people to label him a, a flat earther. Well, he did say, when I started actually doing research on my own and figuring out that there is no real picture of earth, not one real picture of earth, and we haven't been back to the moon since 1961 or 1969. Both of those things are both of those dates, and his assertion of the photo are false. It becomes like conspiracy too. So he did say that. Uh, I'm not saying that that means that he believes the Earth is flat. Uh, I cannot say that. But everything he said in that in that uh, paragraph is not true. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, and so there's that. Look, I'm I'm obviously going to defend the guy. To my death, because he plays <laughs> for my team, and he's yeah. transcendent and so entertaining, and I love watching. Listen, him being play. good at basketball does not mean you're good at knowing whether the Earth is round. He does have some pretty half baked ideas and theories, and I know it drives people crazy, and I don't know what to say. Um, 
And I'm a I guy. I love a good conspiracy. It's just like, come on, man. Yeah, but come we're not on, here. We're not here man. to talk about Kyrie's ideas. We're here to talk about his shoes. It is, <laughs> <laughs> it is hilarious. Yeah. It is hilarious that it does have the all-seeing eye on the back of the tongue. I I, yeah. I think it's pretty awesome that he got Nike to do that. But I got to say, I think these shoes are really ugly. <laughs> ugly AF. Oh, yeah. They are they are not my style. I can see people rocking them. They do come in a wide bevy of colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, But that, yeah, I don't know what's going on with the sort of sunburst thing. Um, you know, I'm not a, I'm not uh, the black one. The black and white ones are not that bad. But uh, I'm not a sneakerhead. Uh, I'm not a sneakerhead, and if I was, I, I was more of like the last time I really cared was like in the Dunk era. You mm-hmm. know, I don't even know if that's over now. Maybe it isn't. But uh, I've, I, you know, the last time I wore, you know, Jordans or something like that, I was probably 13 years old. You know, I, w- whenever I got into skateboarding and started wearing, you know, half cabs or Vans or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 these are not, these shoes are not for me. They would, I would look ridiculous in them. They would not fit me stylistically at all. So I can't really judge, but I don't hate, I don't hate these shoes. They're, they're at least interesting. You know, like the curries are so boring looking. Yeah. There's, there's like two versions of it. There's one where the swoosh is a little further back. Mm. And then there's one where they have this weird, almost like sun logo and the swoosh is pushed up more forward. And I, I guess they're fine in some of the other colors. These, these, Really uh, multicolored, you know, purple, fluorescent yellow, red, blue ones are kind mm. of the, the main ones. Mm. Like when he when he revealed them on uh, Instagram, I think it was those were the ones he was showing off. And I I think it looks like uh, it looks like a unicorn threw up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not into this. Uh, you know, the current trend in shoe design in general is just to have so much color and mm-hmm. so much going on, and I, that's just not my style at all. I would much prefer something simple and. And uh, and you're and a, a simple, more. understated man. That's thank you. Uh, so yeah, not my. They're not for me. But uh, you know, that's okay. I still might get a pair. I don't know. <laughs> Good lord. I'm just kidding. But Martin really wants to. My brother is a huge, huge uh, Kyrie fan as well, and he's uh, very excited to get these. Uh, well, shoes. I can't wait to see him in them and then laugh at him. <laughs> <laughs> I would never do that. Martin is a, a good friend of mine as well. You would totally laugh at him. You liar. Yeah, I would. I really, really would. Um, we got a, another really fun story here. Uh, Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Town uh, were going, uh, or Towns rather, sorry, they were going at it on Instagram, uh, throwing some serious shade at each other. I love um, this. I love it yeah. so so much. Me too. So. Uh, the, the Sixers beat the Wolves in Minnesota in a, in an overtime game. Um, Joel Embiid was very good and he posted a, a, uh, a photo of him doing a Euro step, um, says Euro stepping our way through Minnesota and we ended up raising the cat last night, the process. I don't know what that means. What's raising the cat? I don't know. I mean, Carl Anthony, Anthony Towns is cat, but, but that's uh... with a K. Yeah, I don't get it either. Uh, neither did Carl himself, who said that caption was as trash as your picture quality. <laughs> to which Joel Embiid responded, "Better quality than your defense." Which um, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Joel Embiid is perhaps uh, my favorite social media player right now. Like he he is so good. He is so good at at just that side of things. I mean, he's also playing 
hell of good, you know, extremely good basketball right now. But um, and we just hope he stays healthy. But he's just so good at social media. He's a great personality, and he's yeah, he just does not care. Um, he's just he just says what he thinks. He's willing to talk trash, and uh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, he's very entertaining, and he's obviously a really good player. And uh, you know, it, it has to be said he's he's been a lot more impressive than Carl uh, Anthony Towns this year. Yeah, Towns has uh, kind of taken a, a step back. The, the Timberwolves make me really sad this year. They they should be so much better than they are. I agree. It's funny. Uh, I think we we have talked about this in the past, but you know, two, two years ago, everyone would have taken him if he said, "What name? You can have one player in the NBA for the next ten years." Almost everyone would have said Carl Anthony Towns. You know, if not if not Anthony Davis, yeah, and for health reasons, probably. probably I mean, he Towns. seemed he seemed to just be so have every skill that you need and he has been you know he's a he's still a pretty good offensive player but the defense just isn't there both him and wiggins and it's just it's crazy yeah Um, wiggins especially because he that's i mean man everyone thought that 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 was you know that he was going to be better at defense initially than offense and i mean a lot of people have been really roasting uh thibodeau this year um yeah the the minutes thing what what do you think of that I think that's a little much. I, I, I mean, the minutes. Yes, he plays his players way too many minutes, and I question. He said he went on this journey to all these other, you know, he, cities. He was on podcasts and stuff that year that he took off, or two years or whatever. And he, he did, uh, he did say that he learned all this stuff, but he's doing, he's making most of the same mistakes that he made last time, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what's going on with the defense. I don't blame him for that, though. Yeah, I, I don't blame him for the defense, but I do think uh, I do think he is playing people an awful lot. You know, really small rotations and really high minutes for for his players. And, oh yeah, uh, it's a bad yeah. idea. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's so weird. He's he's very old school, but I mean, at this point, it's like yeah, there's just so much evidence that uh uh that you can really uh lengthen a person's career and really uh, uh affect how uh efficient uh, a player can be by by watching those minutes closely and making sure that people you know don't hit certain thresholds and well and one of the doesn't care about it at all one of the uh one of the places he went during spent kind of a significant amount of time during his off time was with the warriors and i mean they don't do that I mean, no team. Oh, the Warriors don't monitor minutes? The Warriors don't play people that kind of minutes. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no team in the NBA plays plays uh, and their star players as much as the Timberwolves. They're, they're kind of an outlier in that sense. Hmm. Um, I wonder, actually, uh, I should have brought this up before, but the minutes per game, minutes per game leaders. Tight, tight, tight. Type temp tap. Okay, what do we got? Uh, 2000. You're a lot better at looking these things up than I <laughs> Yeah, I've actually already found it. Uh, LeBron James. Number oh, that's. Right. Hold on. That was last season. That's 2016. That's not useful at all. Kyle Lowry, number two. Uh, do they do it during the season? Ah, here we go. Uh, this looks like Giannis is playing the most minutes right now, 37.7. LeBron at 37.3. And then Jimmy Butler is third. Wiggins is fifth. And Carl Anthony Towns is 15th. 
So they have three that's players in the top 15. In the top 15 in that's, a league with 30 people. That's too much. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's no good. Meanwhile, uh, I'm sure you're shocked have... to know that Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum are fourth and ninth. That's that's too much. It's too yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, no, no warrior uh, is in the top twenty. Kevin Durant is twenty first at thirty four point five. You know what else is crazy? There's not mm-hmm. a single Celtic in the top fifty. Seriously? Yeah. Oh yeah, For, number forty eight, Al Horford, thirty two point seven. But yeah, yeah, I mean that's crazy. Yeah, and those are two. Let's see, where's the first Houston player? Uh, Thirteen, James Harden at thirty five point six, and then Trevor Reese at twenty six. Yeah, so I mean the best teams are not playing their players. Thirty five point seven for James Harden though. It's just like seventeen and a half minutes because he only plays offense. <laughs> Man, Milwaukee's got Giannis at one and Chris Middleton at five. Eesh. So I guess they're not totally an outlier. It's not quite. Maybe I was being a little hyperbolic, but uh, yeah. By the way, Kevin Durant is our season ejection leader at three right now. It's because he's a punk. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is all from the Instagram. This is a tangent we uh, went on after the uh, Instagram story. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy you are you are in a goofy mood aren't you are <laughs> uh um, do you know who our scoring leader is right now is it uh no i don't who is it james harden of the roche really i yeah. guess i should have known that 31.6 um, points per game number two Giannis. number three lebron number four steph curry number uh, tied with D- dame lillard and number six Kevin Durant. So the Warriors have two of the top five. That's uh, tells right. you everything you need to know, peeps. Do you know who leads the league in three point shooting percentage? Let's take a look. It looks like it's is it James Harden? No, no. Oh man, Jason Tatum at fifty percent. Isn't that amazing? Forty seven for nine. I mean, it's only ninety three. Well, ninety three attempts is actually not so low. Yeah, I mean that's Al Farouk Aminu, my boy, having a good. Having a good season as well. Clay Thompson for the Warriors at forty-seven percent comes in two hundred one oh one of two fourteen. Very impressive. That is extremely impressive. Very very impressive. Yeah. Do you know who's taken the most uh, three-point field goal attempts? Uh, Russell Westbrook. No, I don't, I don't no Westbrook is not even in the top. No, he, does, he doesn't. 10. Take that many. He doesn't uh, James take Harden many. again two eighty-one. Then Eric Gordon, Damian Lillard, and Steph Curry is at four. And only shooting 38%, which is not, uh, that's not bad, but it's not Steph Curry numbers. Hmm. Number 10 for OKC, Paul George. 40%. Man, he is having a great season. Guess who leads the league in fouls per game? Uh, let's see. Fouls per game. I'm going to say, I have no idea. Who is it? Joel MB. Really? Yeah, well, there's so it's actually a five way tie. It's Embiid, Cousins, John Collins from Atlanta. Ah, okay, yeah. Carl uh, Anthony Towns. So two of the the guys from our last story and uh, Giannis. Wow. Okay. It's pretty pretty impressive stuff, guys. Demarcus Cousin has nine technical fouls already. Yeah, he's uh, he's got a high head. But Draymond Green at two, and Kevin Durant at uh, is number two at seven, and Durant is number three. Tied for three at six. That's something the Warriors need to watch out for. Um, 
Yeah, he could end up missing some time. They both could. And that would be pretty funny if that happened. That would be great. Yeah. I hate hate the Warriors. Uh, TJ McConnell, our turnover leader at 25.6%. Number two, Draymond Green. Hmm. Anyway, this has been fun with stats and leaders with Urban (laughs) Arik. I actually think we should do this once in a while. This is fun. It is kind of fun. Yeah. Who's... Getting the most free throws, Marco Bellinelli. Oh, he's got the highest percentage. Miles Turner, 2.4 blocks per game. Paul George is your steals leader. Drummond is no surprise your rebounds leader. 15.3. That is impressive. There's there's 11 people that are shooting above 90% for free throws. Wow. Uh, Steph Curry is like 97%, right? I bet you can name four of them. Curry. Yep. Uh, I don't know if I can name for him. Let's see. Uh, JJ Redick, correct. Kyle Korver, nope. Okay. Um, who else is a great shooter? This is compelling radio. Uh, no, I think I I I'm blanking. So uh, I I thought you might have gotten um Dame Lillard. Oh yeah, I was gonna say Damian Lillard. Yeah. Yeah. I would not have gotten Marco Bellinelli, though, as our leader. Do you want to know the most shocking one? Mm. Having on a total of 52 attempts, or sorry, 53 attempts, Ennis Cantor. Ennis Cantor, wow. 92.5%. That is impressive. I didn't even remember he was in New York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, everybody, kidding. Far, far uh, and away, the highest center on the list. Man. I mean, but like 10 people at 90 plus percent is really unusual, I think. Very impressive. Very yeah. impressive. Your true shooting percentage leader, Kyle Korver. He's great. Clint Capella. But to be ahead of a, a, the big men's, because the next ones are like Clint Capella, DeAndre Jordan, Stephen Adams, LeBron James, Jason Tatum at number six, Anthony Davis, Kyle Korver. The next sort of uh, non big man is Steph Curry at eight. Like, that is really impressive for Kyle. Wow. That is good. That is yeah. very good. Yeah, yeah. He also, but he he you know he's not he's not doing it all out there. No, no, and most of his shots are pretty wide open. Yeah. But uh, good job, Kyle. I I, I like that uh, Abercrombie and Fitch is still in the league. <laughs> I always forget that's his uh, uh, his Nick. Yeah. He really there's, does um, look like that guy. Yeah. There's one other story that I would want to talk about. Yes, sir. Um, and it's my favorite story of the week by far. Okay. It actually, uh, this uh, we could have talked about this last week, and I, I totally forgot to bring it up. But uh, uh, on December sixth, uh, LeBron was uh, talking to someone uh, in a post or pregame interview, and he was talking about how to pre- prepare for Isaiah Thomas's return. He's been playing NBA Two K. <laughs> he said it's the most realistic basketball game you could ever play. And mix and match a lot of lineup changes to see how we can be really good. <laughs> I love that. I love it too. You know what? And I love that you love it because you do not love LeBron. Uh, I, don't, I don't. But this I love is, that. This is very, very endearing. It's extremely endearing. And I just, I, I picture him, you know, playing with, with Isaiah on his team and just yelling every time something good, that Isaiah does something good or whatever, whatever. I love it. I love it. Do you, um, have you played NBA 2K? Uh, yes, but not in quite a few years. I played uh, a couple of the editions, probably, uh, I'm going to say, 08, 09, maybe 2010, a lot. Like, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot. There was mm-hmm. one year, I remember, where 
Uh, a friend of mine would just play as the Kings, and all he would do was shoot threes with Peja Stojakovic, and <laughs> I hated those Kings teams. Probably my least favorite team in, in NBA history is the Mike Bibby, uh, Doug Christie, Peja Stojakovic, Vlade Divac, uh, uh, who Chris am I Weber. forgetting? Chris Webber, Kings. Those That may be my least favorite team in NBA history. Really? But, but Peja... Well, partially because my friend kept using Peja in the damn video game, but they just were not fun or interesting to me, and I don't like the Kings. But um, uh, but Peja Stojakovic in that game could not miss. And it was yeah, I, uh, they have um, in, in the new one, which I play quite a bit and, and just adore. It's a really, really fun video game, even if you're bad at it, like I am. Um, mm-hmm. They have classic teams on it, and uh, Peja is uh, uh, yeah, he's, he's still really, really brutal, whether you're Using the Hornets' Peja or the Kings' Peja, he's just uh, merciless. That's I mean, great. in a lot of ways, he was very ahead of his time, right? I mean, he was a six foot nine, six ten, sweet shooting. You know, I mean, he was—he's a general manager in the G League for the Reno Bighorns right now. Did not know that. Interesting. I didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah he was fun. He was fun to watch. He yeah, I, I didn't hate him. Uh, no, he retired, when was his last year? He played, yeah, 2011, not that recent, not that long ago, but that's still a while. A while. He won a championship in the, with the 2011 Mavs. Oh, right. I totally forgot that. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, that was the last time he played. But yeah, I, I, I never hated him. He was not my, oh God, that team. It was just like Vlade and Mike Bibby and, oh God, I hated that team. But anyway, uh, Vlade was such a flopper and Brad Miller as their backup center. Anyway. I love, I love uh, to, you know, to, to kind of get back uh, on topic a little bit here. Mm. I, I, I like the idea that uh, this game is, is so realistic that LeBron James, who uh, uh, has, you know, one of the great basketball minds of his generation, um, finds Uses it, it to plan. To be an effective, yeah, an effective simulator, and 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 he can mix and match lineups in the game, and it he feels like it informs how that would actually play out. That's pretty impressive, and the, the game is, uh, they they uh, really take so much into account. It's uh, it's it's really fun. Um, we should maybe play that on the Switch sometime. We absolutely should. I didn't even fun. know it was on the Switch. It is on the Switch, and I've heard the Switch version is pretty good, and I really love that game, so I, I kind of want to have the handheld version anyway. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Uh, so did you want to talk about the story from last week that we didn't talk about? Uh, you know, once again, we're going kind of long, but I, we, I guess we can just bring it up. Two minutes, you know. Yeah. Um, there's just been a lot of... Uh, David Stern uh, recently said... Well, not recently now. So <laughs> a couple weeks ago. ago. Yeah. He said that uh, he thinks that the uh, NBA should reverse its uh, marijuana policy, or at least uh, As uh, do look into I. it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's stimulated a lot of conversation, um, and yeah, I, I think I think it's a really, really kind of regressive policy, and uh, it'd be great to see the NBA uh, uh, allow people to use it. Uh, uh, medically or even recreationally because you know we know a lot about that now and if you look at society at large you know it's 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 just uh there's a, a huge wave of momentum um you know the the, the stigmas around uh, uh marijuana uh, for medical purposes and recreational purposes are are slowly eroding in our society and it would be great to see uh the nba which is generally uh, the the most progressive of the sports league um, to follow suit. Yeah, like, the NFL is never going to change that policy. 
Oh God! Don't even start with the NFL today. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. Sorry. No, it's okay. I just can't talk about the NFL today. But it's yeah, okay. the the uh, the NBA is uh, is often leading the way. And I mean, I don't know when you see an old fogey like like Stern saying this. I think you really see that the the the, the waters have really changed on this one. The tides have changed, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and I think it's going to happen. I don't know when, but I think it will happen. And I think it makes a ton of sense, especially you know with the amount of chronic. Uh, uh, minor, you know, chronic. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. They should be chronically using that chronic. Um, so yeah, I, you know, and I mean, it's completely legal in several states and looks like it's, it's medically legal in others. And it looks like it's going to be widespread legal, you know, throughout the country and then in most of the country in the next, you know, few years. So I think, you know, this is going to happen one way or the other at some point. And it's nice to see the NBA or at least parts of the NBA sort of ahead of the game on this one. I, I have a feeling you're going to see, some contingent of older owners who just, you know, thought they just hear Nancy Reagan in their head and just, you know, <laughs> war on drugs in it for as long mm-hmm. as they possibly can. But I think uh, over time we're going to see this. We're gonna, we, we will see this change, and I think it's uh, I think it's great. And I, I like that Al Harrington is out there, you know, talking about this, and that's how Stern's voice was heard. And I, I just think everything about it is uh, potentially great, but it needs to happen. And you know, I, I'm a big fan of um, current NBA commissioner Adam Silver and. He's just doing a great job, and and you know I think this is the kind of thing that he'll probably get behind, and it'll probably happen. Do you think uh, Adam Silver gets high? I mean, <laughs> he, he, I, I I would if I were him, but no, he, prob- he <laughs> probably does not. not. Does not. Definitely. No, I don't think so. He, yeah, uh, and we should say, you know, it's not like we're a couple of potheads. I mean, one of us is a pothead. I'm not. A pothead. <laughs> I don't smoke weed every day or anything like that. No, no, no. You are an you are an occasional. Marijuana enjoyer, and I'm a very occasional marijuana. Yeah, you're very occasional. I think I've seen you smoke like three times in my life. (laughs) So, you know, um, but we, uh, yeah, we we just think it's a good thing. We're just in favor. Yeah, very, very pro. pro Yeah, in general, I'm pro-drug. I'm I'm actually pro-all legalization of all drugs, but that's a whole other topic for another time. It's a big old can of worms, Arik. It sure is. Should we leave leave it there? Let's leave those worms in the can for now. Yeah. So, right. uh, any fun uh, NBA games that you're looking forward to? Uh, I just want to watch some weekend? games. I haven't been able to watch any in quite a little while, and I just want to get back to watching the games because you know, following the league is fun, but watching the games is more fun. So, are you going to be able to watch tonight? Uh, tonight, my parents are coming over for Hanukkah, so probably not. But uh, my plans for actually this entire weekend, I'm basically booked for random for birthdays and Hanukkah things. But uh, but I I am I starting on uh, next week I am fully engaged with uh, with with watching the NBA promises, and hopefully I'll promises, promises, hopefully promises. I'll sneak some in this weekend as well. Uh, I also watch some of these games. You know, I I, I tend to watch uh, some of the games after they are over. Yeah, well, we got Spurs Rockets tonight, which I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah, you know, I don't think I've seen much of. The, I have not seen enough of the Rockets this season, so maybe I'll. They're red hot, to... best best record in the league. Yeah, 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 a lot of they just are. crazy, crazy statistics. When um, are they? Yeah. When is that game on? It's at uh, six thirty for us. Oof. Okay. Well, I might watch it late. You're gonna be knee deep in matzo balls at that point. That's for Passover. But yeah, I like that you. Uh, I like that you're trying. <laughs> it's literally the only uh, <laughs> yeah. traditional Jewish food that I know. Yeah, you, you're not. You you're not the only one. Like dinner. Uh, the, the the thing is to eat things fried in oil. So latkes. Uh, are the main things, which are potato pancakes and then uh, uh, donuts or anything that's fried in oil. You could have fried chicken if you wanted. 
Because, you know, it's all about the oil lasting for eight days and the thing and the thing. So, yeah. Well, yeah. How does it last so long if you're eating it all, though? Ha-ha! Sorry. Ha-ha! All right, everybody. Well, happy Hanukkah to you and <laughs> Thank to you very all much. our listeners. Yeah. Um, happy yeah. Hanukkah, everybody. Basketball is good. Basketball is good. All right, Ark. Until next time. All right, my friend. See you later. Bye.